Amen. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. We truly appreciate everybody that's been praying. I don't know about you, but I truly appreciated the service this morning. We had several visitors. We had many that were blessed, many that were touched. And we celebrate what God had done in that service this morning. Amen. I just wanted to give a status report on our bishop. He is currently sitting in Seoul, South Korea. I'm so glad, Uncle Bob, that he didn't take a detour to North Korea. Amen. But he's in Seoul, South Korea. From what I understand, that he has been at the airport for 11 hours. And if you've ever taken that international trip from, from Dallas to whether it's Seoul, South Korea, or to Tokyo, Japan on the way to the Philippines, that's a 14-hour flight, plus the 11 hours he was at the airport. Amen. So he is almost there. We need to pray for the strength. We need to pray for his safety. And then we know that when he gets there, that the ministry in the Philippines will be using him. And I know that God has an intention and a purpose for our bishop in the Philippines. Can we stand to our feet here tonight? And we're just going to go to the Lord in prayer. Amen. We have celebrated how God is going to heal, that God is going to touch, that God is going to deliver, that God is going to do great things. But can we go to the Lord in prayer tonight? Can we close our eyes and lift our hands? Amen. And just let's have a conversation with him. Let's just have a conversation with the lover of our soul, our Savior, our Master, our King, our Lord. Right now, let's just have a conversation. He has given us the ability to come boldly before the throne. 
The veil was torn that you had the opportunity to speak to him in such dialogue. Lord God of Jacob, I thank you, God, for your mercy and your grace. I thank you, God, for how you moved this morning in this place and the visitors that you brought to this sanctuary. God, I'm thankful, God, for Brother Scotty's healing. And we once again, we proclaim it here in the atmosphere that for a complete healing, God, that you are going to show your mighty hand. God, we lift up our bishop right now and Mike Brown as they are in Seoul, Korea. I pray, God, for traveling mercies. I pray, God, for strength in their bodies. And God, I pray, God, that you commission those angels to be the hedge of protection around them. God, as they are traveling, God, I know that they are fatigued in body, but mighty in spirit. God, begin right now to move into this place tonight. God, I just want to personally thank you for this church. I want to give such gratitude to this body of believers, God, this this adoptive family that you have given us. Oh, God, help us to bind together like never before in these last days. God, help us to unify like never before in these last days. Help us to pray for one another, burden for one another. God, go to our prayer closets for one another, God, to be in our family war room, to utter each other's names, calling unto God that you will move, especially in these last times, God. Lord, unify this body, God, here at New Life. And I thank you for the years, God, that you have been there. God, I pray right now that you just move in this service tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. These altars are open. Let us worship our God. Let us praise our God. Let us acknowledge who he is.
much power. That name that is above every other name. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight? I'm thankful that he is as close as the mention of his name. We know that all power resides in that name. Amen. We know that there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we are saved than the name of Jesus. Amen. It's so good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Let's continue to worship our God. Amen. So good to have our visitors here tonight. Amen. I pray the Lord blesses you. Let us worship him.
once again, if you feel comfortable in doing so tonight, can we close our eyes and lift our hands to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, to the lover of our soul, to the master of the universe, to the sovereign of the universe, to the one and only wise potentate. We thank you, Lord God, that you, out of all of creation, out of all the majesty of the universe, God, you are mindful of us. God, you have fearfully and wonderfully made us. You formed us in our mother's womb. And God, you will never, ever forget us. God, your hand is not shortened that it does not save. Your eye is not blind that it does not see. And your ear is not heavy that you do not hear, see, or reach out to us in need here tonight. God, I pray, God, that you move on your sons and your daughters. God, I pray that you just encourage. God, I pray that you rearrange the circumstance. And I'm thankful that you are God, that old things have passed away. Hence, you make all things new. God, begin to restore here tonight, God, what the canker worm has devoured and make all things new in Jesus' name. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Amen. We are going to continue to sing on to the Lord. These altars are open. Whatever you have need of, we'll pray. Amen.
Colby that wants to be baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. I like that. Coming in hungry and desiring God. Being a visitor for less than 10 minutes and wanting to be baptized. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. We call that game on. Amen. Let's continue to celebrate our God as he gets ready. Thank you, Jesus. Elder Phillips, can I get just a little bit more in my mic, please? Thank you so much. More like the monitor side. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to continue to sing. Amen. He's getting ready to be baptized, and we will baptize him in the wonderful, magnificent name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Man, that brings such joy to my soul. Amen. When I debrief our, our bishop, I'm excited.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Jesus. Have your Colby way. is ready to be baptized, so if we want to gather around and celebrate this moment, mm -hmm. amen. I believe the Bible says that we entertain angels when one comes to repentance. Yeah. Amen. I believe yeah. that God is fixing oh. to move in his life in just a moment, and we are about to entertain some angels, amen, yeah. following the word of God. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. To baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, meaning the forgiveness of sins, and every sin, every shortcoming, every downfall is fixing to be washed away. As I share with you, Romans 6 says that we're buried in Christ and we're going to be risen in Christ. You're going to come up as a new creature. Amen. But not only that, it's a dedication unto God. It's a commitment unto God. Colby, you ready? You're going to take your left hand. You're going to plug your nose. Amen. You're going to take this right wrist and you're going to grab that left wrist. Amen. Colby, because you desire to go to heaven and you're obedient to the word of God, I baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. said he heard it. Yeah, it works. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Amen. Amen. To continue on with a 22-year tradition, 
Amen. If nobody has been baptized in Jesus' name, the water is ready, and we'll baptize you right now. Elder Phillips, thank you so much for putting that one up. Amen. We celebrate that. Colby was here for less than 10 minutes and said, I want to be baptized in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I celebrate that. One plants, one sows, but God brings the increase. Amen. Amen. You may return to your seats this evening. Amen. So good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. I like those pleasant surprises that God brings our way. Brings a smile to my face as it should bring a smile to all our faces. Amen. I really was excited with the gender reveal this morning. They're going to be having a boy. Amen. Sister Ayanna and Brother Samuel. Amen. Without the smoke grenades, Brother Charles, no smoke grenades. Maybe next time. I can't have any more kids, so... Uh, I'm just going to live vicariously through everybody else's births for the smoke grenades. Excited. Children are a blessing of the Lord, a heritage unto the Lord. Amen. Don't forget that uh, for our fall festival, we purchased tickets for $1 each. And our fall festival will be Monday, October 31st. Amen. At 6 p.m. But to be here early so we can set up, that would be amazing. Amen. That will be the closing of our pumpkin patch. And those tickets will be good for concessions, for concessions. Amen. We've done that last year, and we're going to continue with that tradition. Don't forget, we have our Sunday night um, fellowship, our potluck going on this Sunday evening coming up. There was that sign-up sheet out into the foyer. Amen. Once again, I'm truly blessed on how the pumpkin patch is going and appreciate us coming together in unity. Amen. I wanted to kind of expound on that. Man, we had a great opportunity this morning to sell $60 worth of pumpkins to a family. Wow. Man, what a tremendous opportunity that was. Amen. Amen. So if we, if we see families there, hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to New Life. Are you interested in buying a pumpkin? I, I, I cannot tell you how many businesses I've known that you know, entrepreneurs that see a potential customer, let me go grab that customer. Amen. And that family, they said they're going to come visit. Amen. So let's try to welcome people in. We're going to have a good flow of traffic that's going to be coming in from now until the 31st. So we want to try to bring them in. Amen. And remember, it's not just a fundraiser. It is a outreach to this church. Amen. Amen. Uh, as stated earlier in the service, Bishop is currently in Seoul, South Korea. He does send his love. He misses everybody, and he is tremendously proud of how everybody responded to the service this morning. Amen. Amen. Are there, is there any other announcements I may have missed this morning, or excuse me, this evening? If there are no more announcements, we're going to receive our Sunday night tithe and half shekel offering. Amen. Our ensemble may be seated. We're going to get right into the word of the Lord. Save those songs. It may be after the service. Amen. Or after the message. Amen. It's always good to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. I truly appreciated our, our service this morning. We had several visitors. I talked to a couple that sat about midway, and they said they have been watching on live stream for the last several weeks. And looking for a church, so amen, and we're, we're getting out there. Amen. Amen. As we find our spots, I give honor to the Lord my God. 
I am uh, excited to convey this message that the Lord has laid on my heart, and I pray that it encourages you of who you serve and the God that you serve and the capability of our God in our life. If you feel comfortable in doing so, can we stand to our feet? I'm going to be reading Exodus chapter 14, verses, verse 14. Exodus chapter 14, verse 14. Very familiar scripture. I believe that we sing a song uh, quoting this particular scripture. And it says, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. The Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Which is hard for us sometimes, isn't it? But the Lord shall fight for you. Amen. If we feel comfortable in doing so, can we close our eyes and lift our hands? Just keep our minds on the Lord. I know we're kind of in a, an extraordinary transition, but God still wants to speak here tonight. We thank you, Lord God, for Colby, God, who was baptized in your name, God. And I pray, God, this is a catalyst, God, that springboards him into living for you, dedicating his life unto you, let it being a life-altering experience, uh, being born again of water and of the Spirit, God, being filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'm believing tonight could be that night. We thank you, God, how you are moving in our services for the lives that you touch. And, God, how we are moving within the community. God, that is our vision. That is our mission. That is our purpose, God, to move within our community. And, God, tonight I am thankful, God, that you fight for us. Uh, God, the combat is yours. The campaign is yours. The tactician is yours, God. And I pray tonight, God, that you just begin to move in a mighty way. And I celebrate, God, what is going on in this church. Uh, in Jesus' name, can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Amen. I am thankful that no matter what scheme of man or scheme of darkness, nothing can stop God's intentions. Amen. That is the God that we serve. Amen. This evening, I'd like to preach this particular thought, the force multiplier. The force multiplier. For those that are police officers, former police officers, retired, Brother Owen, for those that are former military, we understand that term force multiplier. Amen. And we'll get into that definition in just a moment. But I'd like to bring you to the year 1973, Uncle Bob. 1973 was interesting. It was a time where Israel, if they were not careful and they operated in their hubris, they were going to be destroyed. At 1973, on the day of Yom Kippur, which we know is the Day of Atonement, Syria, Egypt, and several Arab nations surprised invasion or perpetuated a surprise invasion of Israel. They were caught off guard. They were sitting on the laurels of the Six-Day War, not understanding that we may have one victory, but the enemy goes back and plans, employs, and prepares for another attack. And all of Israel were sitting on the day of Yom Kippur, one of the high holy holidays, and they were sitting in their synagogues, sitting on that day of atonement when their enemy enemy was rolling past their borders, rolling into the land that God had given them. They rolled in with T-72 tanks. They rolled in with helicopters. They rolled in with T-56s, and Israel was caught off surprise. Thank God that America 
help them out. Thank goodness that President Richard Nixon remembered what his mama told him years ago, that he would bless the Jewish people. Amen. And the war was fought in the Golan Heights. The war was fought close to Tel Aviv. And there is a story that is documented on the Israeli side, documented on the Arab side, and it is also documented within military history. There was a tank crew, and they were operating an old-school British Challenger tank. It was what I'd like to say a hand-me-down. And here was this Israeli tank all by their lonesome. Their particular tank squadron had been destroyed or they had mechanical failure and breakdowns and they were sitting on top of a hill looking down in what they called the Valley of Tears. And there they are. They have been fighting for several days and there was an entire battalion of 100 Syrian tanks that were rolling through the valley. And they had the high ground, they had a few tank rounds, and they said to themselves, well, we're going to try to take out as many as possible. So the tank commander said, let's go, let's give them a little shalom. I don't know if he said that, but it would have been funny. It, shalom means peace. They're, they're firing rounds. I don't know if you all got it this evening. Amen. I'm sure they said hello. Shalom right? They loaded the tank rounds and they started firing into the valley and they hit as many Syrian tanks as possible. And so one tank was firing into a battalion of a hundred Syrian tanks. All of a sudden, all of the Syrian tanks stopped what they were doing and a white flag went up. And, this, and the Israeli tank commander was like, well, we're going to proceed with caution on this. And so they rolled down the hill, and all the Syrians were jumping out of their tank, putting their hands up. And so the tank commander of that one lone Israeli hand-me-down British Challenger tank went up to the, the battalion commander of that Syrian unit and said, what is going on? And that Syrian commander said, we surrender to you and your hundreds of tanks we saw on the mountain ridge. God is our force multiplier. If we have the faith to begin to operate, God will fight for us. Amen. God will begin to be the force multiplier that fights for us. All we have to do is have the faith to continue to fight. Even if I feel like I'm outnumbered, even if I feel like my ammo is low, I've got to continue to fight the good fight of faith. And my God will fight for us. But if I sit, Jaden, in my tank, nothing comes of it. I only got a few rounds. I've got to conserve it. And God says, fight. Fight. God is the force multiplier. We see here in Exodus chapter 14 and 14, what an amazing transition where God spoke to Moses and said, God's going to fight for you and you're just going to be quiet. But a lot of things had to transpire before that statement, Brother Delion. They had to have the obedience to God first. They had to be submissive to the man of God first. They had to obey God's orders to the detail first. They had to endure 10 plagues. And if they didn't listen 
Evangelist Simmons to the Passover, the story would have been a little different. But they had to endure. They had to go through it. They had to be submissive. They went and exited. Pharaoh operated out of frustration and sent uh, the Hebrews out. uh, And then God hardened his heart once again and said that I need to go kill these Hebrews. And if they resist, uh, we're going to wipe them off the face of the planet. We know that he gathered his chariot army and was trying to mow them down. But God said, I'll fight for you. God says, I'll fight for you. Just be still and be quiet. But a lot of things had to transpire before that point. So as we know, it was a cloud by day, Sister Sandra, and a fire by night. And the children of Israel came on the Red Sea, and God put that pillar of fire as protection. I love it when God puts that pillar of fire and that cloud by day to distract the enemy. And God told Moses, just raise that staff and see what God does. God is telling you here tonight, some of you have fought the good fight. Some of you are so war-weary. Some of you have the fog of war as a state. And God just says, you have fought. Be still and let me fight. That doesn't mean you stop fighting. And that doesn't mean you sit back and be a non-combative when he says fight. There's that point where we're so war-weary that he says, just watch what I'm fixing to do. Amen. Amen. And here tonight, God is your force multiplier. I know that you are wondering to yourself, is this a new type of trigonometry? Is this a new type of algebra, A a force multiplier? Gents, I know you know what a force multiplier is. Amen. According to Merriam-Webster, and then I'll put it in my description here in just a moment. According to Merriam-Webster, a force multiplier is a factor such as a better positioning or equipment which increases a unit's combat potential, allowing it to fight on par with a larger force. Meaning, I want to multiply my chances of overcoming my enemy. As my brother has his degree in Ruku Ruku Kimpo, his black belt, there is an escalation of force. And you escalate your force to get the advantage over your enemy. God is your force multiplier. Amen. I remember on my second deployment to Iraq, I was PSD for a two-star general. He flew everywhere. I had to drive through everything to get to him. I remember we were walking through the streets just on the outskirts of Sadr City. By the way, Al Sadr was not a huge fan of Americans. I remember driving through one of his neighborhoods, and the kids stopped playing soccer just to throw rocks at you. Amen. And so here we are on the outskirts of Sadr City. General Thurman, amazing, outstanding commander, who was out there talking to the troops. I'm sitting in a neighborhood. All these kids are everywhere. All these families are everywhere. You had a lot going on. And my job was to protect him. But I didn't roll by myself. I had my entire PSD team with me. I had my level of weapons, my level of small arms, but I needed just a little bit more. And there's times that in our fight, we need just a little bit more to give us the advantage over our enemy. Amen. We know through God, one could put a thousand to flight, 
Two could put 10,000 to flight. We know if we continue with that multiplication, three could put 100,000. Four could put a million to flight if we just trust him and know that he fights for us. So, Sister D, here I am in the middle of the neighborhood exposed. The tallest soldier out there. Can you imagine? I felt like I had my road guard vest saying, please, here, I'm here. But I rolled with the force multiplier. That force multiplier was sitting there on my handheld radio. And we had a group that was all through the roofs. I'm like, oh, they're standing on the roofs. They're looking down on us. I'm like, oh, this, this could sure escalate quickly. Let me bring my force, my force multiplier. So I get on the radio, and the call sign was Green Dragon. Green Dragon, we got some unwanted guests. Can we disperse them, please? And all of a sudden, here comes this beautiful AH-64 Black or uh, Apache sitting there with rockets and rocket pods and a 30-millimeter gun, and that pilot came down right over them, and it was quick how they dispersed. I mean, this pilot was so close, he was going. I said, Roger, thank you. Appreciate you, Green Dragon. And it's funny how the enemy thinks twice about even trying to mess, when you, mess with you when you ante up, when you bring up the potential against that enemy. I'm telling you, there's times... There are times when the enemy tries and God comes in in the force multiplier, Brother George, and just me being me, he goes. And tonight we need to remember that God is our force multiplier. See, when it comes to living with God, we start with diplomacy, Sister Kylie. I had that conversation. We're diplomatic as if we're in the United Nations, but there's times Times when things become combative. When those that we're interacting with become aggressors. So we've got to ante up our spiritual force multiplier. We've got to pray just a little bit more. That's a force multiplier. Fasting is a force multiplier. I believe Jesus, as the disciples were struggling to cast out a demon, he says, I'm sorry, but this comes by prayer and fasting. That's a, false, a force multiplier. Guess what it, one of the greatest for, force multipliers is? Forgiveness. But bringing good for evil. Heaping coals on our enemy's head. Greater is he that lives in me than he that is in the world. And if God is for us, who could ever be against us? God has given us the whole armor of God. As Gideon says, do we have to go to the store to go get that? He wants me to order it from Amazon. But the whole armor of God, they do have one. It's plastic. Okay? I've stepped on those a few times. I'm telling you that shield of faith every time I trip over it. But God has equipped us with the whole armor of God from head to toe. And it's aspects of salvation, faith, amen, truth, and the sword of the spirit. These are force multipliers in the mystery of battle. Some of you have been so beaten down here tonight that we forget there is a God that fights for us. Some of you, you're trying to fight your own fight. You can't. We only have such an ability that God has given us through wisdom, through experience. We try our diplomacy, Evan. 
But there's times that we just have to give it to God. Whether it's a personal attack from a family, whether it's a personal attack from a friend, a coworker within church, I've got to let God fight for me. Amen. And I've got to give that forgiveness. That is one of the greatest force multipliers. The enemy can't begin to work division and forgiveness. Amen. Your God here tonight fights for you. He is your force multiplier. Not only forgiveness, Evan, but submission. Man, Satan can't operate in submission because he's a rebellious creature. Satan can't operate in submission and obedience because he's the purveyor of those things. He's the architect of those things. But when we are obedient, when we're submissive, we operate in the whole armor of God, we pray, we fast, and we trust God, and we demonstrate godly character, these are force multipliers to which the enemy cannot operate. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. When I fall, I shall arise. And when I am in darkness, my God shall be a light unto me. And tonight, we've got to remember who fights for us. I don't wrestle against flesh and blood anymore. I'm sorry, my M4, my 203 grenade launcher, my Mark 19 grenade launcher, man, I miss those things. But that can't stop my enemy. My frag grenade, frag out, can't stop them. It's my prayer. It's my trust. It's my faith. It's my kindness. It's my godly character. It's my submission to the man of God, submission to the word of God. That whole armor of God. And I've equipped myself with that, bro. That is my force multiplier. And some of us are being so beaten down in the fight because we have forgotten or escalation of force, prayer, trust, faith, amen, truth, amen. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 17. I like this. You shall not need to fight in this battle. What? You shall not need to fight in this battle. There are points where if we, just like the children of Israel, have gone through the escalation of force, I have done everything I need to do. Obedience, submission, trust, prayer, fasting. There is a point where God comes in for the fight. I'm here to tell you that God fights for his children. Woe unto any spirit and woe unto any individual that comes against a child of God. Amen. God fights for his anointed God fights for his men of God. But this is the point where I've done everything I have tried. I have done everything the Bible has said. My whole armor is so dented. My whole armor is so broken. God comes in. Don't need to fight. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. Oh, Man. Judah and Jerusalem. Can you imagine how that is, Evan? I have fought, I have fought for months against that spirit of whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just dragging my sword. Mm-hmm. My, my armor is just dilapidated, just limping. I mean, I've got tourniquets everywhere. I'm just bleeding everywhere. 
And God comes in. Just stand. And see your salvation. I've seen it as part of this pastoral family. Many times. That there are times where we just fight and fight and fight and fight. And then God steps in. I love this. Fear not, nor be dismayed. Fear not. Continue mission. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Sister Sandra, our battle, God is with you. Amen. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And if God is for you, who could ever stand against you? Man, I, I need that tonight. You need not to fight. I'm going to fight for you, child. I, I guarantee I am a father of four, that if there's any harm that comes to my children, there will be wrath. And that's how God is with you. As we stated, he is the father to the fatherless and the defender of widows. And that's how he is with you, his children. And if any spirit comes against you, circumstance, scheme of man, power of hell comes against you, He's a false force multiplier. When somebody messes with his child, he does not play around. This is the shaper of the earth, the shaper of the world. Amen. That should encourage us here tonight. Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 4. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies, to save you. Thank you, Lord. He is with you. Right now, some of you are battling. Such a struggle of battle. But he is with you. And goeth with you. And fight for you. I believe that it goes on in Moses' song. That he is my man of war. Amen. After the Egyptians had a very quick swimming lesson in the Red Sea. By the way, they were drowned. That's why I said it. But God said that he is my what? Wife, my man of war. He fights for me. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 3, verse 22. Ye shall not fear them, for the Lord your God, shall, he shall fight for you. From the, the mouth of two or three witnesses, let all things be established. He fights for you as that force multiplier. Amen. Isaiah 54, verse 17, very familiar scripture. No weapon no that weapon. is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Oh, man. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. What a heritage. Amen. What a heritage. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. No scheme of man, no power of hell. And if I am with God embedded in God, dug in with God, standing on the rock with God. He fights for me. Amen. Any scheme, any weapon that is formed against you, and if you continue to fight the good fight of faith in God, he will fight for you, and those weapons shall not prosper. Every tongue that come against you, amen, you still give them forgiveness, uh, but if there is no repentance, uh, God will fight for you. God is my man of war. He is a, false multi a force multiplier. Amen. He is like that Apache coming in. 
Psalms 34, verses 17 through 19. Last scripture for this evening. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth. So are you telling me that in the midst of my weeping in combat, in the midst of my fog of war, in the midst of my misery and anguish, because I've been fighting for so long. I am spiritually exhausted, emotionally exhausted. My thoughts are depleted. I have lost sleep. I have no tears left. The righteous cry. And the Lord heareth and and delivereth them out of all their troubles. Do you mean fighting for me as a deliverance? Praise the Lord. He delivers you out of your trouble. Next verse, please. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart. Oh, my goodness. He is close. We'll go Old English translation. Connor, he's close to you. Mm-hmm. He is nigh. He draws near mm-hmm. the brokenhearted. And save it such as be of a contrite spirit. Contrite is that pliable spirit. Mm-hmm. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight? I truly believe that many of us are in this state, and I just wanted to remind us of the God that we serve, that he is our force multiplier. And tonight, I know we may be tired, we may be fatigued, but God wants to bless somebody tonight. You're not in this fight alone. We're of one body, of one spirit with one hope that we are called to. Amen. We are unified together as a church, and we fight together. Can we stand to our feet here tonight? Keep our minds on the Lord just a little bit longer. These altars are open, and I believe that somebody has been fighting. You're trying to fight on your own. You're trying to fight in your own understanding, in your own experience, your own knowledge, When God says, just be still and allow me to fight. Amen. Can we come to the front as a church tonight? Can we come to the front as a church tonight? I want us to understand that this church is a force multiplier. If one could put a thousand to flight, can you imagine how many of us here, if we begin to pray right now, what we can do? That's it. That's it, Sister Dorinda. Come on. Sense what God is wanting to do now. It's one team, one fight that has been stated multiple times. Oh, God, right now, begin to move in this place. Can we close our eyes and lift our hands, keep our minds on the Lord, and see what he does here tonight? Amen. We begin to pray right now. That is a force multiplier for the enemy. The enemy will not have a stronghold anymore. Amen. God is going to move in such a way that it begins to uproot what the enemy has schemed. The enemy's tactics will fail here tonight in the name of Jesus. You are not alone in the battle. Your God will fight for you. The fight is the Lord's. He is my man of war. That's it. Come on, lift your voice. Come on, let's escalate this combat right now. Come on, let's escalate right now. Oh, God, begin to move into this house right now. Unify us right now. Can we get our minds on the Lord? See what he does here tonight. God, I need my brother and my sister. We fight together. We combat together. We war together. I know that.
I will always place mission first. I will never accept defeat. I will never leave a fallen comrade. That should be our heartbeat here tonight. I will never leave a fallen comrade. In the fire. Oh God, you fight for us. That's it, Savannah. That's it, Sister Savannah. Pray. Watch what it does. Watch how God begins to move right now. Thank you, Jesus. We are not alone. We are not alone.
fight for you. You would go before me. You would I have depleted everything I know, God. Fight for me now, God. That's it. Just let God move right now. That's it. We thank you, Jesus. God, that you are warring for us, God. Uh, bless this church. God, unify this church, Jesus. Help us, oh God, to continue to pray for one another like never before. Fast for one another, God, because this church, God, I we need you, God. We need you, Jesus. And God, I need this church to survive. I need this body of believers to survive, God. And God, we must, God, pray for one another. Because this body of believers is the force multiplier. God, this level of it, God, that you have given us. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us, oh God, to pray for it like never before. We thank you, God, that you are the one that defends us. My strong tower, my high tower, my shield, my buckler, God. Lord Jesus, my man of war. We thank you, Lord. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise tonight? We have several things to celebrate tonight that God moved this morning and tonight. Colby was baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. And I pray that you come back. Amen. It was an honor to be given that opportunity to baptize you. Amen. You're more, amen. And you're more than welcome to visit anytime. We would like you to. Amen. May the Lord bless you tonight and keep you. Continue to pray for our bishop as he's in his final leg of his journey to the Philippines. Remember, we have the pumpkin patch happening this week. Pumpkin patch Friday night, 5.30 to 7.30, and then Saturday from 11.30 to 7.30. Amen. We have a lot going on this weekend, but our primary, primary objective is to reach this community. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep 